0: I'm recording now, by the way. Oh, um, so this is the good stuff that you're so Now, now, now really is the content you're going to get. This is yeah. the B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's not B-roll; it's audio. <laughs> A-roll. Look, I could explain that to you well, later. That's why I like,
1: said B-tape because, like, I was thinking we were. You said it. it was BTS. That's behind the scenes. No, it's not. It's an Asian boy band. <laughs> <laughs> They're both.
0: That's what they do. They you don't actually heard, sing. They just go ever around heard and the film. The summer
1: bop butter. Do I need to? I, I don't know. Okay.
0: You can. How much can you play mute? Like as far as copyright music? music before? Fifteen seconds, I think. Fifteen seconds. Like,
1: yeah, fifteen or twenty seconds. Okay.
0: So I'll just play. What did you call it? BTS. Butter by BTS. I think so. And then what's called? Okay. Well, if you send oh. me that file, <laughs> I'll put the. I'll put some of that song in A instead snippet. of. it. I'll put some of that song in instead of our intro. How about that?
1: I like the intro though.
0: I can put it there. No, you uh, put
1: it in the B roll. They're an advertisement. All right. I'll
0: put if you send me the file, put some of it. In the podcast at some point. In the B-roll. In, I'll put it in the B-roll. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm ready if y'all are.
2: Yeah, I'm good. I'm good to go. Well, I'm healthy. I literally just I read this, so yeah. I'm
1: so ready. Well, I read it last night. I read half of it, and then Snoop came over. I had to stop reading it, and I had to end up reading the rest of it when I was drunk and high.
0: Yeah. So How'd that go, by the way? It was great, <laughs> I guess. I didn't do that. I said I was going to read it after I left your house, and I immediately passed out. Yeah. did it this morning, though, in the hammock. Nice. Yeah.
2: You got anything fun you want to say? Like maybe like fifteen to twenty seconds. Um, I don't have
1: much fun going on in my life. So right now, at least, I am having a b- bouncing baby boy. I'm a little baby boy. <laughs> yeah, four days. That's right. it is four days. Yeah, coming
0: up quick. Yeah, you excited? I'm running away from excitement. No. Oh, I'm excited. I'm glad. Cause yeah, uh, cause you get to leave afterwards. I do get to leave
2: afterwards, Higgins. It's good that he gets to knock out this bright and shining achievement before he has
1: like That's right. just little like, to no time. A, a second Some, Something maybe. for the boys to listen to <laughs> yeah. later on in life. <laughs> uh...
0: Welcome back, everybody, to Comrades, Cocktails, and Comics. It's a show where I, Snoop Lynch, and my co-host, Tegan Sturm... Hey, that's me. That's him right there, together, the two of us at the same time. We talk about a book we've read and a drink we've drunk, but we're not doing it just us this time. That's right. We've Got another special guest back.
2: Man, we did spoil that surprise, though, last week, so... I mean, people probably be more surprised if he wasn't here. Well, this is for the new listeners. Oh, okay. That, this is You're the first right. episode,
0: yeah. I don't want to isolate him. Um, so let's introduce them to someone who's been on the show before. Our friend Josh Sawyer,
1: that's me that's him. he's right there.
0: you're right. The new users are the only ones that matter, yeah, yeah, And you need to get those those numbers up, you know get get the sponsorships, yeah, once we got the first
2: ones we no, can they're just kick locked to in. The curb. yeah,
0: yeah, we're probably a hot commodity once advertisers find out about us, right because I don't think there's many like drunk comic book club podcast, probably not no. with like slight. I mean
2: people probably assume slight communist undertones just given the <laughs> oh. name. I couldn't think of another word the, fa-
1: the fascist party here.
2: <laughs> well, we could change it. We could go to just
1: cocktails and comics. I don't I can't do that. Yeah. I'm already I'm already kind of set. It, the the C cubed. He's already set on C cubed. Yeah,
0: Alright. Oh, we could just refer to ourselves as C three or C cubed, but that's another conversation for another day. This time though, let's talk about either a drink we're drinking or a book we'd be reading. I kinda uh, wanna
2: leave the drink for like, you know
0: well, the Higgins, middle. I'll pick the perfect moment for it. Because normally you know that this is like fifty percent your show and fifty percent my show. Yeah, and ten percent my show. But he's here. And the math adds up. Yeah. Yeah. So his ten percent is more important than what your fifty percent is. Oh man. Yeah. It's just simple math. Don't worry about it. So Josh as our special guest, our return you're our not our first returning guest. Uh Kiker actually Snagged that title right before you a couple episodes ago, but, but in base same basic order, yeah. But maybe I think we had you guys on for um. We did the Umbrella Academy, Umbrella volume. Academy, yeah. Um. So, thinking about that, you are our first guest to be on here twice and talk about two books that have both been turned into Netflix shows. That's right. Steve kind also of. talked about a
2: Netflix show. The other one didn't get one though. Okay. yeah, that was a good. You know. I like that episode. Sweet, yeah, 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 sweet tooth episode we
0: had fun with that episode i think we're gonna have fun with uh this episode um so josh what are we talking about this so we read jupiter's circle no we didn't oh kind of some of us did
1: i bought it <laughs> <So> we, apparently <laughs> so even we, though it
0: said it was something else so we started to read the, the goal what we said in the last episode was we were going to read jupiter's legacy because we were having you on and we agreed we wanted to do that. We watched the Netflix show together as we watch every TV show together into these days. All right. And so we're, we're like, yeah, let's talk about this. I came over to your house yesterday and I saw that you were reading, you know, just studying away. I was. And I wanted to check in and see how far you got. And you were only on issue two of a book that I was on issue four of, but we weren't looking at the same pictures. There's a little bit of confusion yeah, I, and I already bought the book, too, because, well, yeah. I mean, it says it on
2: there, and I didn't even pick the Netflix version.
0: The long story short of it is, me and Higgins were actually reading the spinoff series, um, Jupiter's Circle, which was released later down the road after Jupiter's Legacy. 2020. And, well, 2015, actually. It's a whole thing. I'm going to get into I it later.
1: One, I thought the one we were supposed to read ended in 2015, started in 2013. You, The one you bought was a Netflix rendition, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the date on it was like February something, I, 2020.
0: Uh, so, I'm going to go into intense detail- at the very end, because I'm sure n- not many people care. But point is, I figured it out. I know exactly what happened, and I can't wait to tell you. I've got visual aids, which I'm sure is going to be helpful for everyone, but more specifically, you two. And to keep it short for now, we all read the same book, which was Jupiter's Legacy, Volume 1, Issues 1 through 5, which was originally published from April 2013 to, I want to say... October 2013 sounds right you guys could talk a little bit more about the book as a whole and you know synopses and and writers and artists and such oh yeah it's
2: wrote by Mark Millar mm-hmm. and Frank Quietly
0: Frank Quietly does the art yeah yeah and then you have um Peter Doherty Peter Doherty does the colors letters and the designs he's just knocking out the rest yeah hard worker yeah that's that's the BTS yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's doing, all, he's doing all the BTS. He's the BTS of uh, <laughs> of podcasting and Marvel, or not Marvel. He's the BTS of uh, of Image, because that's yeah. who published this book.
1: So, Mark Miller also wrote Kick-Ass. Yes. Also wow. been turned into a movie.
0: Yeah, also been a movie. Um, We recorded a podcast Wanted? once about Wanted, which was turned into a movie. Oh, yeah, with and,
1: Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah. In the book, it's Halle that's, Berry. Yeah, it's Halle Berry but, and Eminem. Uh, yeah. So... He's edgy. <laughs> he likes doing edgy things. He he's edgy sometimes. He he's always very edgy, but sometimes he's not as edgy as he can be. I think this is the the right amount of edge for me as far as, like this story, Jupiter's Legacy. I think this is the good amount of edge that Mark Millar can bring to a book. Sometimes it's a little over the top. There's not as
2: many like black leather jackets in this book. No, there's definitely not. There's only one, and like he turns out to be like a pretty bad guy. Yeah, the guy from Chronicle.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. He hates his dad, so we'll leave that in for the middle. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, Josh, since you're our guest, I normally do a a synopsis of the story that we're going to talk about, but I figured, you know, you're here. Might as well take advantage of you. So just in your best words, why don't you summarize what this first volume is?
1: Okay, so my synopsis of this first volume is Jupiter's Legacy follows a group from... I guess the 30s, 20, late 29, 20s, 29. the Great 29. Depression era.
0: It's right after the... After the, the Great um, Depression. Yes, yeah.
1: So it follows them, uh, businessman, lost everything in the Great Depression, banks went down, gets a group of friends, he had some weird dream, goes to an island, gets superpowers, comes back and
0: just wants to be Captain America. Slash Superman, slash... He just wants to be a great guy, is yeah. what it looks like, yeah.
1: He just wants to be a good, good guy. Mm-hmm. He's overexcitable.
0: He is very excitable.
1: So... They've flashed forward. You got the lower generations of these superheroes for some reason now have superpowers, mm. even though the aliens granted the parents superpowers in the first place. Well, they place. have like altered genes and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I think that's kind of how I took it as well because in the show that we watched, the island stuff's pretty like front and center. And yeah. It takes a while to get any kind of conclusion out of that. And in this, it's the beginning of the first issue. They basically just go get their powers from this alien race and he thinks it's to help America because that's kind of his whole deal is he loves his country and he wants to see it back on its feet and the depression just happened. He lost everything, so he thinks these aliens are here to give him the powers that will make everything better and make the world great, make it just the perfect American dream, I guess, is kind of... How conceited. Very. And that's probably the best part of this book is we get a little bit of that early stuff just to establish those characters and then you flash forward like... Because they can live for a really long time. Yeah, they're like 100 or something yeah. and still doing superhero stuff. And you now see the impact that having superheroes around for that long has on the world as far as, you know, like, how do people feel? How do the even the heroes feel about what they're doing? And are they doing enough? And are they doing the right things is kind of the questions it's asking.
1: And so the way they show it is, like, they just want to be celebrities.
0: One thing that stood out to me about that is the modern day stuff is really about the kids of the superheroes and I mean they're just like us podcasters at the end of the day do they just want some sponsors and some money but and like oversaturated I guess yeah and there's a line that I think the son of um, this world's Superman he's called the Utopian um, but his son Josh Dumal Josh Josh Dumal's son he says something like my parents don't understand that things aren't like they were like all the true battles have already been fought all those like great superhero stories you heard are the glori- just that the glory days yeah it was a golden oh, yeah. age you said yeah and
2: there's no more baddies i mean people are still doing crime but i mean like not super crime
0: no and there's a lot more of these super i don't know kind of how the power spread they don't really go into it but there's a ton of superheroes now originally it was like seven or i think something. it's just like six i mean there was like
2: 10 of them there was 10 of them there they can live for 100 years they're just pumping pumping them out you think they just just
0: that's part of the, the whole job as a superhero. Just go they just put some super babies into pumping babies. It? Out. Cause some of them are super villains. Yeah, they do have some super villains. Um, I think it's like COVID.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, speaking <laughs> of which, the super biggest super villains like one of their boys, right? Yes. They don't really. They don't go into it too much, but like, I mean, I can, I can put puzzle pieces together. Yes.
0: Are you talking about George that, or um... something George. like that? It was. It it's was... uh what's
2: her what's her face's boyfriend's dad.
1: It's Samson's best friend. Yeah,
0: Yeah. he's basically that, like he's this story's Batman in the early days and he disappears because they have a fight. I know about what happened because I read all of Jupiter's Circle and not Jupiter's Legacy. Nice. Um, But he is, I guess that's kind of what kicked all this off and started this decline because in those early days reading Jupiter's Circle, not to go too deep into it, but that whole story there is to kind of set up the world that we read about in this main line volume and that's one of the biggest like fallouts that happens and in this story for me there's all these superpower people and it's really only at the very end of this last issue that I thought oh there's an actual superhero the rest of them are all just kind of lunatics with with powers yeah I think that's what really works for me with this book because. Having read so many superhero comics, like, I like the classic stuff. Like, I like reading Superman comics, Batman, Green Lantern, all that stuff. But it falls into a formula, and so anytime you get a book like this that kind of deconstructs that and asks different questions, I always want to kind of pick those up. But, I don't know, Josh, you don't read, like, a ton of comics like me and Higgins do, so how do you feel about a story like that?
1: Um, I enjoy it. It does a little bit different than the show. I feel like the show is so political. Like, they literally ate that... The politics stuff up but mm. with this one I, I i like the story i like how it's different it's not mainstream went off went off the the edge as you'd like to say so yeah it's it's uh, very um
0: very action heavy this book a um, lot of violent crazy stuff happens things what were you gonna say
2: i was just saying like his his kids are angsty and it's because like I mean, we we see that part of end stories a lot. Angsty yeah. kids because their dads are popular superheroes slash celebrities. Just ignore them. politicians. They just ignore them, and they go. They have all this power. So what are they supposed to do with it? Just get drunk and high with their f- other super powered friends. Do alien coke. It's like, Dad, why do I need to stop the alien invasion? <laughs> you're stopping the alien invasion.
0: Mm, yeah,
2: and
1: everyone knows that you're the biggest, baddest one out there. It's the biggest
0: dick on the planet.
1: Air yeah. quotes. Kind of like the way that kind of works out. It kind of reminds me of Invincible, but like the same idea, like his dad's just that big dick, too strong, big bone. Mm -hmm.
0: It's a similar relationship in the sense that like with Invincible, we'll spoil this, I guess, but at the end, turns out his dad's kind of the villain and uh, they fight and they have that, that, you know, that rift in this book from the beginning, you know, that relationship between the son, Brandon and the utopian is very strained. And, it only gets worse from there. Like this isn't a very it can be a hopeful book at times. Like I said, I think it's at the very ending, which I I do want to talk about, but this main volume, these first 5 issues are really about setting up this what was thought to be this perfect society in the 30s and then you just watch it all come crumbling down because of people who are so focused on what they think to be right that they don't take other people's, you know, thoughts, feelings into account and yeah, I I think that like the utopians decline and eventual death in this book, it's all his fault. At least that's the way I see it. Oh,
1: he was definitely asking for it. Mm. I mean, he's so he doesn't think of anybody else, just him, how he can save the world. Yeah, know, how much better he can be.
2: Just like Superman, if he decided that he didn't want to make a little council out of, with his boys and just yeah. was like, I'm I'm the one one true guy. Like, obviously, I'm the one that knows what needs best. My name's Utopian. (laughs) I am the Utopian. (laughs) I am
0: Utopia. Yeah. Good on kind of talking about the art a little bit. I really like these character designs. Um, It's like a lot of these these superhero stories that are made by Image or Dark Horse where it's like, oh, that's your Batman character. That's your Superman. That's all in there. But they don't always nail those designs, in my opinion. It's really in some of the early stuff you see in this and then even more so in Jupiter's Circle you get to kind of see those comparisons done really well between this Superman character and the real Superman. In the flashbacks and everything, the costumes are just colorful and ridiculous, and they have like just these really soft, friendly features in the faces, and it sells that whole golden age, everything's perfect because these guys are up in the sky protecting us. And then when you get to the other stuff, everybody's gross and grimy and strung out all the time. Chloe is just borderline disgusting to look at sometimes oh yeah she just doesn't have
2: any eyebrows that's the only reason why i mean if she had eyebrows she'd look normal she
1: probably weighs about 35 pounds too yeah
0: she can lift 35 tons (laughs) that's pretty good um there's a lot going on in this in this story from the flashback to the modern stuff why the relationships between the kids and the parents and then there's the big coup that happens that's the big you know event out of everything what kind of stuck out to you guys most like what parts did you just really enjoy reading
1: um, I really enjoyed Walter, obviously, as a character. I think he's a great character. Um, I mean, having the power to get inside anybody's mind. Oh, yeah. Which also shows out, like, when he's not even using his superpowers, he's brainwashing people. I mean, he can talk to anybody into whatever he wants. He does it to Brandon. He does it to all the politicians. You know, he's he's very good with his words.
0: Yeah, because Walter, I don't ever know his superhero name. I don't think they ever say it, but he's the Utopian's brother, and... They all kind of get similar power sets. Like they're all Superman esque characters. They're very, pretty much indestructible. They can fly. They're super strong. They can do
2: some punches. But
0: every now and again, one of them just gets like this overpowered ability. It's like his a is, random thing. His is like you said. He can just, I guess, just he's. Um, what do they call it? Telepath. Tele- telepath. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. The yeah. only person he can't do it to is uh, the his Utopian. Brother. He yeah. mentions that. And what I like about that is he finds a way to get around that. He knows he can't beat his brother in a one-on-one fight. So but Who can? Who can? His shit son. It's only <laughs> flesh and blood. And as a reader, you it's so obvious what he's doing. And I think even most of the characters catch on to it in the book about how he's clearly using Brandon, his nephew, to get what he wants, and that's be in a place of power. Yeah. But it's just, it's so fun to read because he's doing it so well. And in, He's still very charismatic as a character. You could pair that with, say, um, the Utopian, who you know is just slowly losing it because his entire ideology is being questioned and his world isn't what he thought it should be. Everybody's tired of his shit. Everybody is tired of his shit, and Walter's able to use that to his advantage and literally turns every single superhero... Besides, besides Chloe and Hutch, Chloe, Hutch, and the mom, yeah, um, Lady oh, no, Liberty, she, oh yeah, turns all of them against him, and some
2: hundred le- odd superheroes at that point, yeah, one fifty,
0: and, and I don't know, I just I found that he, he's probably one of my my favorite kind of comic booky villains that I've read in, in a while. I think for that reason, yeah. And you like,
2: said uh, what his he doesn't you don't ever know his superhero name, but that's like like half of his like ideology was like, we shouldn't need a secret identity. It's like, we're a superhero. People should know we're the best people out there. And that's why we
1: should be leading this country. Well, it does reference that. Like, I think him and utopian and grace are the only ones that have that like keep their secret identities at this point. They do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He fixes radiators
0: at a car (laughs) shop. Yeah, he does. That's the parts of the utopians personality I do like. And I kind of see why he was well-respected in the beginning Because he wants to do good, you could see that, he's just so twisted in how he thinks it needs to be done, that the world left him behind, and by the end of the story, none of the people you thought were going to be, quote unquote, the hero, end up being that person. It's actually someone who I did not see coming at all, is kind of the person who takes up that mantle and is going to lead us into the, I think there's five issues after what we read.
2: Oh, okay. Um, and i mean since we're going to talk about them those are my favorite parts probably i like the very end the last issue probably the best
1: the australia issue
2: yeah just well and then like right right before that where they're using his little blinky power thing which is neat cuz he doesn't even have powers i oh, guess um, his super villain dad that was you yeah, give us a little yeah, give the listeners a little George. background
0: on what you're talking about okay so,
2: so she, chloe's the daughter she's a bit a bit of a rebel so she likes the bad boys and the biggest bad boy is, I guess, their old buddy. I think his name's George. Yeah, it is. And I guess George's like special power, like Walter has the mind powers. I guess he could just like teleport places just by saying it. So his and ability so he gave his son that power with that little
0: rod thing he uses power rod. Yeah. So I think how it works is his ability just makes him like super smart with inventing, basically. He's he, kind of a technopath. Yeah, he's Iron Man. And so he, yeah, in a way, he's Iron Man (laughs) slash Batman, but he makes that power rod for his son because his son doesn't have any powers. Yeah. And they have like a little, like, because Hutch and Chloe are dating and eventually they um, end up having a baby together. And those little intimate moments where they kind of just talk about how fucked up both their families are is really nice. And
2: like the stuff with like Chloe when
0: she's talking to
2: her son at first, just about like Basically telling her kid about all the good times, like all the good parts of her father. I think she like starts to realize like, yeah, my dad might have been a little backwards doing what he thought needed to be done to make the country right. But then she realized like not all of it was bad. Like his end goal was the right way to look at things. He just didn't know how to get there.
0: Exactly. And not only that, or at least this is how I guess I kind of also took it, she was just reminiscing about good moments she maybe had with her family because at the beginning of this book and for most of it, I don't even really think she interacts with her dad. The only one she seems to have any kind of, or shows any kind of love for at that point is her mom. And even then it's just barely, she's very just kind of fed up with her parents and for good reason, I think. But then you cut forward after the coup happens and both her mom and her dad both die brutally. Rough. (laughs) Um, she has this complete change of character where she's a mom now and she realizes like being a parent is pretty hard being a parent with superpowers and your kid has superpowers that's also hard and people expect all this stuff of you because of that and yeah you want to do the right thing and help out but it's tougher than it looks and I think that she realizes that after they're gone and so it's kind of bittersweet because she's telling these stories about her son's grandparents knowing that He'll never get to meet them, but also she's never going to see them again. And the way that that ended, it was really terrible. Yeah, she got
1: spear swords. I don't know where they got the swords at or the spears. There's like sticks of wood sticking through her.
2: Yeah. I just assume it was like every every superpower just got thrust at her all at once.
0: Some guy just had a stick.
1: It
2: was just messed up because (laughs) she didn't even know it was happening to Walter came back with his power. She thought she was just like
0: stomping them. Showing them the what's what. That's that's right. I forgot because she's stabbed like a million times, but the only reason that's able to happen is because he Walter. traps her in like a trick, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's hey.
2: basically in like a an illusion where she's beating the
0: people up versus
2: getting stabbed a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's what makes his power so insane is it can be such a subtle change. Can't believe and, anything. And you wouldn't even know because <laughs> he does it to Brandon at one point too, yeah. I think later on. And so, yeah, having him as that villain in this—I guess this last volume. Again, I'll get into it. That is the last volume. But having him as, I guess, the big bad, along with a Brandon, who's still pretty dangerous, just given his power set, because he's got telekinesis and yeah. Superman's powers. Try to kill all those sailors. He burned his dad's face off.
1: That was yeah. He did that. That was pretty. That he was also pretty took neat. a girl in a bathroom. You ever the what for?
0: <laughs> he did. Yeah. <laughs> got to use that that status, man. Kendra, I think. <laughs>
2: Um, she didn't know she wanted it though. Oh. Not until her friend came back.
0: I honestly feel that this book could be a good representation of what would probably happen if society ended up with superpowered people.
1: Yeah, it's very realistic of be- how people would act.
0: Because on the page, they're they're great. You know, they're written to be that way. They're the ideal person. But then when you write them in a more realistic light, you go, oh yeah. Underneath all those crazy powers, they're still just human, yeah, just it's like humanity. Us. Yeah. humanity kind of sucks. I don't know if you've noticed that in the last year, especially. But
2: <laughs> hey, man, we got to work together to do that. Yeah, good. And luck. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a segue that I'm gonna take to talk about our drink. Oh, excellent, Higgins. If we're working together, what are we? But not uh, all for one. That's what it's called. Yeah, all for one. I just I did use use the power of Google again, and man, there's a whole list of drinks for like you to watch the show along with yeah and there's like seven or eight of them we just one, one season that, yeah just one season well, i was
0: about to say it's a drink for each episode i think <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> yeah. um but y- every episode that will ever come out yeah yeah uh but you said
2: we picked all for one what yeah. is that so all for one i think they just wanted a clever way to say we put all of the liquor in this <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh you take light rum dark rum uh orange curacao orange juice grenadine lemon juice and then like a like one fifty one proof rum or whatever, just sit on floated on the top. Which I don't know if I did that.
1: Did it feel like I did that, guys? Yeah, before I mixed it, I think I think I got some a nice shot there at the beginning. It felt pretty floaty, I think. Yeah,
2: because yeah, it's gotten much more uh like refreshing as the drink's
1: gone down. Yeah, way better than what y'all gave me last time. <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna come back after that one. I'll be
0: honest. <laughs> it took a little bit of convincing to get you back. I, I think. Um, that's why we asked what drink you wanted. And you really put that up the chance because you texted me back and said, whatever you guys want is fine. Yeah.
1: Well, I didn't think y'all would want that again either.
0: Oh no, we're not going to get that again. That was awful. That was probably the second worst drink I've ever had on this podcast. And hopefully it stays that way. That's the
1: first (laughs) worst drink I've had ever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like just drinking mouthwash with a peppermint patty. uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. But this one really nailed it.
2: We Is even, it? we, we've gotten a, gone on the garnish kick too. You garnish it with an orange, mm-hmm. maybe
0: spritz it in there. Higgins was giving rim jobs yeah, all it around. rim rim Yeah, I rim spun job. it around
2: the, uh, spun it around the, the rim of it. Yum, yum, yum. And made a nice orange, orangey citrus beverage. That's right. An overall opinion? Oh, it's definitely one of the better ones we've had. This best
1: one I've had on this show.
0: Yeah. Well, you're, uh, you're, you're not shy to, to the occasional uh, cocktail. Uh, so uh, what do you uh, think?
1: I think it's very good. Um, I don't think I go to rum first, but as a rum drink, I think it's.
0: It's very beachy. It is very summertime, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, We've got... There's a bunch of different kinds of rums in here, like Higgins mentioned, and I'll leave the link for all those other drinks as well in the description if anyone checks that out. We talked about this drink, though. I do really like this drink. Um, I might like the one we had most recently on our last episode a little better. Oh, yeah. It was delightful. They both give me summertime feels, but I'm not a huge juice fan as is anyway, so that's, I think, what's kind of... Tipping the other one in, in its favor for me, but nah, everything about this is is well done. Well,
1: brag some more. I didn't make it; he did. I'm just saying, I didn't get to have the last one. You're over here talking up like we can it's, make you some. Oh know.
0: yeah, we know what it is. We just meant we just recorded that episode, so we have we still actually have stuff to make that. That's rare. So if you want to take advantage, please let me know. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about this book? Though I, I feel
1: oh, I have a little, a few little like weird things. So yeah, with Chloe, obviously she does get pregnant. At the beginning of, like, I think it was the first issue, she said something about her having endometriosis. She's a sponsor for uh, us, the charitable event was for endometriosis, which is funny because she ends up getting pregnant. Yeah,
2: it is funny. (laughs) Pregnancy diseases. Yeah. And then she ended up having the baby. That's pretty good. And her husband, like, honestly, he doesn't have superpowers, but he has my favorite, like, power to, like, watch. He's, he's pretty creative. Yeah, he's pretty creative with it. He sent that guy there and like dropped a train on like people and stuff yeah. like that. And you're like, I don't know. He seems to be doing pretty good without the
0: powers. That's probably my favorite character overall. I think Hutch. Yeah. I think he's a good little addition to this because when they introduce him, you just think, oh, he's he's bad news. Like he's going to betray. Chloe. Yeah, he's a drug distributor. Drug distributor. <laughs> sir? He, yeah, that was good. It's kind of funny because. He's one of the guys that's not a dickhead, and he doesn't actually have powers. But yeah. he's the best dad. Yeah. He's a good
2: dad. Number one dad. We that's don't get we don't get that very often on this podcast, but he's a great dad. Number one Australian
0: dad. I know. That's actually, that was the last thing I wanted to kind of really touch on for me and see what you guys kind of think about it. I really like the downtime period when we see what they've been doing in Australia.
2: I was just hanging out watching, watching the kid get beat get up. Beat up. <laughs> Like he basically doing dash from the Incredibles. It's like you got to be like, yeah, only kind of good. Yeah, but he could still win. Dash, Dash was still able to win. Yeah, at least second place.
0: <laughs> I, I just, I really liked that because this book isn't slow by any means, except probably that part. But I think it's perfect to put it where it is because. You just had this horrific event happen with yeah. the utopian and lady liberty and and Walter and the other superheroes took over the world, basically. slows down everything.
1: kind of gives you like a grace period in between
0: exactly. And it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's basically I think just the last issue roughly., yeah. um, and you get a lot of character development for Chloe now. You saw how she was before, and she's really grown up. She's kind of had to, given her situation, being a mom, being on the run. Hutch did her right. He's still there. And then you have this kid who, when you introduce a kid, superhero-powered kid, nine times out of ten, they're probably going to be a little bit annoying. I think this kid's great.
1: Oh, yeah. And he can actually use his powers pretty good, too. And he gets dressed like Superman. He, like, ran to that ice cream shop or whatever that was. Yeah. Came back out, looked, like, invincible before he got his costume.
0: Did you see the bit? It's very (laughs) subtle, but he'll they're on the run they're not supposed to be doing anything showing off their powers that's why you guys mentioned he's it's basically the incredibles because if there's any sign of of Superhero, superpower yeah. people they'll know the walter and the others will know and come for him so he's doing it you know he's a kid he's gonna do what he wants to do anyway and so he saves people on the side <laughs> there's a scene where he stops that tornado or whatever it is and he comes back the same way he left through like a bathroom and he walks by this girl who has an ice cream cone and then he the next panel takes the ice cream he cone. has an ice cream cone yeah. and she's just like what? oh i didn't
2: see that i was yeah. wondering why she was so upset i thought she just like got bumped by him or he something took
0: her ice cream cone I loved it i thought that was really clever yeah. and just it's so it's just a subtle thing but it, he, he's using his power he's a kid he's of course he's going to use these powers and i think the really interesting thing about him is he kind of represents what the utopian wanted out yeah. of, like, himself and other superheroes. He's,
1: like, obsessed with his grandparents. Like, through the stories that Chloe's told him, he kind of just wants to follow that and do good. I mean, he says it a couple times in there. He makes quotes that what yeah. the Utopian used to say. and And what's nice about that is, like, he's only
2: getting the good reports of, like, what his grandpa used to do. So he's getting, he's taking that and being better. Getting the clean version. Yeah, getting the clean version of them. Nothing, nothing's tainted yet.
0: I like that because that's what superheroes are for us. We see them as, you know, as they're written, and most of the time they're written as the best people. Glorified, yeah. And they're what you want to be. And that's all he's got. Like Higgins mentioned, that's all he's gotten about his grandparents. He yeah. didn't see them as whatever their real names are. It's like Samson and Grace, I think. But he just saw them as the Utopian and Lady Liberty. And I think because of that, he's not fucked up in the head like his mom was and like his uncle is. Yeah, he and doesn't have the influence of politics. And all yeah. you know, he
1: learns, like, how to be good, Yeah, obviously, it's, or how to be like bad yeah. around other people. Yeah, it's, so. it's very
0: black and white. And it's so inspiring that he even gets Chloe out of her funk because she has one of the best moments in this book, I think, where. Yeah, mama. Mama hears everything. He mentions her name once when he's being attacked by Walter's um I guess crony, who's a really great power set by molecular
1: the way. whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, he
0: just makes stuff. Yeah, you can just change molecules. Yeah. I love any power that can like rearrange matter like that. But yeah, so he only says it once. He says mommy and she just like bursts through Save the day for force. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great.
2: That was pretty good. Like when you just get like the couple panels of like people just being like shocked and like, what was that that just passed through here? There's like the one where there's just wind blowing like crazy and people are like, what was that? And then it's like, oh, it's
0: mom on the way. Exactly. You know, it's coming and you just can't wait because she's, she's there to save the day. Great. And from there she realizes we've been in hiding long enough. It's time we take down my uncle and my brother. Trying to brother. kick Brandon's ass. Yeah. Then you have this other element that they've teased, which will be in the next volume, where it's like, okay, we can't do this on our own. Obviously, there's hundreds of these guys. So let's go find all the supervillains that are in hiding to help us. And oh, now you have this yeah. complete dynamic shift where the heroes have become the villains and the villains are going to become the heroes. Yeah. And I think that's a great cliffhanger to end this first volume on.
1: Oh, yeah. I think so, too. And I think, I mean, they, they put a lot on Jason. I think he's going to be a big... Big part of all of it.
0: Oh, that's the kid's name, yeah. Jason. Forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> so, should
1: be good. I haven't looked at this second volume yet, but no, I didn't I, want
0: to spoil myself. Yeah, I really wanted to read it, but I, I already read another book I wasn't supposed to read. So, um, if they did the show based actually completely on that
1: comic, it would have been better too.
0: I don't think that the show would have worked going forward anyway. I think that given the scale of what we read in this book, the action sequences, and they they do a little bit of. I think the the who's the villain that they fight in the show that's in this oh Blackstar. Star so yeah he's in
1: like literally two panels yeah in yeah in this but yeah Black Star is the main villain
0: and he's like a what uh it's kind of like Dark Side
2: yeah he's a, a pretty much Dark Side yeah what's the other one that killed Superman
0: oh um Doomsday yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. like that it's a bit of that as well yeah, yeah you're right and in this he's just like that one panel because. Walter ends up being the villain, and they set that up at the end of the show, and then yeah. it got canceled. That might be the main reason we decided, I think, to come to this for the podcast, and I'm glad because this is just a better-paced version of that.
2: Of what, yeah,
1: the show was.
0: It, but,
2: I mean, I'm glad the show got made, too, because I got to see Josh Dumal as a silver fox. As an old man lives on a
0: farm. Do you see the picture where it's just him in the makeup, and he's just showing off his abs?
2: No, I didn't see that, but I'm, I'm not Googling that right now.
0: You better have safe search on Your FBI agent. <laughs> uh, no, it's. Uh, I think that this would have been better as either like an animated movie, like a, maybe even a two parter. Yeah, I think that would have worked really well for it, or just go out and make a, a feature film.
1: I think they did in the show the the casting compared to what this comic shows, they nailed it. I mean, yes, they did. Yeah, Josh Jamal looks like Utopian. I mean, they did very well with that makeup. And then whoever plays Walter, that's a that's dead, dead on, on yeah. like
0: money. And that guy's really good. Everyone in that show is good. I think that's what except maybe the son. I don't really like the son. Well, they that like much. baby
1: him down in the show. He's not like this asshole that wants to take his dad down. Yeah. Like yeah. automatically at the very beginning. Down.
2: He hadn't really got to there by the
1: by the end of by it, the black star
2: part. And I don't even know if he really wanted to do it in
1: the first place. So Yeah, but and that changes too, because Brandon ends up killing Black Star in the show.
0: Yeah, and it's like a whole point of contention. His dad's
1: like, you can't just kill whoever you
0: want. The show tried to do a lot of what this book does as far as, again, showing the flaws in his character, but I think that they do it better in this because with the Black Star thing and his son, killings, obviously, like that is a big moral question, and so he's kind of right to, to question that at least. Yeah, But in the book, you see that kind of just anything that seems like it's breaking the rules to him makes you an awful person because his um I think it's his nephew mentions that
1: oh Jules that's Walter's son yeah it's Walter's yeah.
0: son he mentions that the utopian basically like told him he was a piece of shit because he dated someone that he saved from a building oh yeah and it's like well I mean he don't... called him like
1: a C class superhero or something yeah and it's yeah. like well
0: I mean what's the big deal like he he just wants to go on a date who yeah. cares she wants to go on a date too it's fine and but he's just he's he's lost it and I think that's because he set this goal for himself as a superhero and for everyone else that got powers that you obviously you can't match up to as a person. Like we'd all want to be Superman, but realistically, even if we had his powers, we don't have his resolve, his ideals like not to that that point. And so he kind of screwed himself that way, but also just the time because he's been alive since like Probably the early 1900s. Because I mean, he, he had
1: to be, what, 30? And that was
0: in 29. Well, he had to be close to 30. Yeah, and he's been through two world wars. Like, yeah. everything that happened in our history has happened to him as well, up to, I think this is set in 2013 when it was made. Yes. Obama's president. Obama's president. Obama's president, yeah. <laughs> what a guy. I know. Um, <laughs> he's not doing enough, though.
1: No, he's not going to make it, I don't think. Yeah. He'll do a second term, maybe. Pro- probably.
0: <laughs> be all right. But, you know, after that, we'll get someone way better, I think, right? You think so? Yeah, I think so. Cool. His hair will be about as orange as this drink. I like that. I like that too. It's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I think the book just does what it what the show was also trying to do, just better. And I like this a lot better than Wanted. I think. I think it it's aged better. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. Wanted's a little just kind of like it's edgy for edge sake at this point. Like I'm sure at the time it's just like, wow, this is so awesome and cool, Halle Berry, Eminem. But <laughs> I'd much rather have old Josh Dumal. What a music video! Oh my god. Um. I think that's all. That's really all I had. I think we covered most of it. Yeah, I think we nailed it. There's not a whole
1: bunch, but I mean...
0: You guys can read it
2: and then find out if you missed anything.
0: Yeah, and then read the other five uh, issues. There's ten total. Yeah. And that was from January... No, that was from April 2013 to 2015 sometime. October or something. I think I wrote it down, but I lost the page again. It's not important.
1: That erasable ink
0: will get you every time. Damn it. Um... So if we're done talking about it at this point, all we need to do is give it a rating.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, we can do that.
0: Or you are done. I'm sorry.
2: Okay. No, I didn't know if we were wanting to do our uh, our uh, our final bit that we we've been doing. Oh, well, this we'll, go around we after will. we rate it.
0: Yeah, we will. We'll just right. rate it and then we'll move on. I didn't
2: know how how we were how we were looking. Structure somewhere.
0: We just don't know what it is. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I think we're we've recorded for like 40 minutes. It looks like. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We're fine then. We like that. Yeah. We're we're trying to keep it tight. You know? um,
2: BTS. <laughs> tight. Tight BTS. So I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it the six and a half year out of Brandon's nine year term. I wasn't as keen on it as you guys. Like nice. I I give it a nice like you know, like how I said last week, it's kinda amounts to like a seven. What a that amounts to what I would kinda think about it this time. What didn't really work for you? Over it just there? I think it's just like the saturation of like the material. Mm. Like I feel like we've seen a lot of like oh what happens when the superheroes do something a little crazy stuff here recently. Yeah. That is a good point. Superhero and so like this superhero. is like the third or fourth one that I've kind of seen like this. So yeah. I think I was just, you know. You're over it. Yeah. I've oversaturated them I've oversaturated
0: my market. That, no and that's not a euphemism. Just clean that mess up when <laughs> you're done. Um no, no, I think that's actually a, a very good point, and you're right. We're even starting to get that way in other media. Like, this show came out. It was canceled, but I think there's some kind of continuation of it yeah. along the way from Netflix, apparently. And I'm sure it'll be more of that. We'll never know. I mean, one of the book we talked about that was also written by Mark Millar, that and kind of thing that that is kind of his shtick as like as far as his most popular work, it's like, what if the superheroes weren't that great? Because he's got a couple more besides this that I haven't read. Kick-ass. Exactly, I think this is one of the better versions of this because it doesn't necessarily do everything differently, but it goes to some places that most of those books, like they're kind of all about the spectacle of like, what if Superman was a maniac and destroyed every city? Yeah, There's a bit of that in this for sure, but there's also those deeper character moments that I liked.
1: Yeah, it shows a a very realistic version of humanity in a superhero. Yeah, exactly,
0: so. and... That that works for me, but that is a good point, Higgins. I'm glad you said that because I normally would think to say something like that, and I didn't. So that's why you're here. Hey man, it's all right. Um, Sometimes I think <laughs> thinks real good. Uh, you you did give a rating there, right?
2: Yeah, I said six and a half. The six and a half year. Okay, cool. Of his uh, nine year. Oh, term. term.
0: That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's good. I can't wait to hear that again when in the edit. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. said it twice now. <laughs> it happens a, a few times actually. Higgins will say something, and then I ask him right after. And he just gives me the answer that he just gave me.
1: <laughs> you just want multiple takes of it, pick the best one. I guess I do. I usually <laughs> just sleep both in. Um, I never really, uh, I never really question
2: it. I'm like, surely he has a reason. He's a good sport.
1: Uh, Josh, what about you? What do you rate this book? I want to rate it eight of my favorite drug distributors
0: oh, out of ten. That's fun. Hot, I did like it. Is Hutch uh, sorry? Is Hutch your number one? Oh, no, definitely my number one. He, he's my number one guy. Yeah, I like that. Uh, okay, so for me, when I rate this book, I'd love to give it. If I could, three-fourths of a creepy island in the 1930s. And and I got that one superpower that makes me uh, either run really fast or stretch really far. It's in the other book. There's like a oh. character who's like the Flash. <laughs> Just Miss Fantastic. He, he, it looks like he's stretching. He, I don't know. It's not important. But that's what I give it. And that's pretty good, I think. I like yeah, it. That sounds fun. Cool. All right. Uh, So we've got some time. Higgins? You yeah. want to... Cue us up for this next segment. Oh yeah,
2: man! There's no way I'm forgetting it this time. Throw I just the bit. did. Dun 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 dun. Readings for squares. Eventually, we'll actually record something for there, but no, nope. no. I think Snoop just gets better. a kick out of
0: me I get doing a kick it. out of him having to do it live every time. It's <laughs> very humbling. I could literally <laughs> just take that bit and then just make a track, and it'd be fine forever. But this is more fun for me. Yeah. Um. To Put it on loop. Like Josh, I said, "I don't question the process." <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. So i we make a good team. Josh, you've been on the show before, but not when we have this segment. Are you familiar Great. with this new segment? Yes,
1: I do listen to the show. He
0: listens to the show, everybody. And he listens to the show. Oh, man. He's going to hear this part later. That'll be good.
1: Yeah. I can't listen to myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just put yourself on mute. That's very humbling. I'll put you in one channel where you can just mute that, that channel. Just me. Yeah, just you. Just listen to you, uh, and I'll
1: talk over it like uh, I was there that'd again. <laughs> that'd be fun.
0: Uh, you think that's what other listeners do? Oh, yeah. Next. They just put themselves in there. Well, here, we'll give them some space to, to say something that they're doing. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, 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 I like that. Um, Now Josh is going to make a suggestion of something he's either watched or played. It just can't be a book. Yes,
1: nothing. No read.
0: No reading. No
1: words anymore. Okay, so watched wise, I'm going to go ahead and steal this one. We watched it last night. Uh, The new Hugh Jackman, Resilient. What? What's it called? Reminiscence. Reminiscence. I haven't (laughs) watched. I haven't watched (laughs) it, so I don't. I don't quite know about it. So don't spoil it too much for me. Pretty good movie definitely a one-time watcher but Hugh Jackman what a huge ass man
0: (laughs) he's looking great he's looking great he I think whoever directed this film is he a huge Jackman I think he's a a Hugh Jackman fan and an X-Men fan because there's a few scenes in the movie this doesn't spoil anything there's a few scenes in the movie where Hugh Jackman's wearing like a white singlet and some (laughs) pants a wife beater yeah that's too classy for is Hugh a wife
1: Jack- beater or a white beater. I think it's a, it's a wife beater.
0: Okay, either one sounds it's, bad if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, there's a lot of weird X-Men imagery in this movie, so I think that's he. He was uh, on board with Hugh Jackman, so was I. I think Josh is right. This is definitely a one-time watch. Once you get the reveals, the premise. Do you know the premise Higgins, of it? I don't even. I know it's like some
2: like either dreams or time travel or something like that. So
0: you're almost right, but not memories. really.
2: It's memories. So, Inception, and kind of. Yeah. But it's not
0: Inception mixed with, like... The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman, <laughs> and maybe a little bit of the prestige, but also it's like a murder mystery kind of deal. I got you. He's trying to find this lady, and he has to go through memories to do it. I got you. And... Yeah, it's on it, It's it's interesting. I liked it. I'm sure, I'll, I'm
2: sure I'll watch it. Where do you guys watch it at?
0: Higgins, you can watch it on your local HBO Max. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I have that. Yeah, but only for 30 days, and then it's off. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's one of those guys. Mm. September. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be back on again later. It's not that important. I had a fun time watching it. It was good. Yeah. It's very topical, Higgins. They talk about how all the ice melted, and now Miami's underwater. Oh, and New cool. Orleans is
2: underwater, too, if you yeah. couldn't guess. Yeah. Well, that, they were probably the first to go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's where all the really hard drugs come out of is New Orleans. Oh, Surprising, okay. I bet. Same. Yeah. Uh, huh. So, yeah, I, I liked it. It was uh, good. Higgins, what, what about you? What have you been doing?
2: I just watched The Suicide Squad. Oh, nice. Like, yesterday. Like, I, I could rack my brain for something else, but I guess that's good as anything. Yeah, we all I also we've, watched, we've watched it on it, the so. HBO Max, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, guys, turns out they they nailed it. They did it was, it was It was a lot of fun.
0: Turns out, all you gotta add is the in front of the title better movie well it's like then you change will smith for idris elba
2: <laughs> i think they like did their best to make the first one still part of the canon a little bit yeah they just killed everybody immediately spoilers well, like that spoilers. happens in the first 15 minutes Damn they it. haven't even rolled credits by the time that happens Damn it's, just, it's still
0: pretty fresh movie is the only reason i was saying it. yeah i mean i've watched one david Ayer film that i liked he did the first one i don't think it's entirely his fault that i don't like that first movie
2: I think they just didn't know how to handle having so many characters. And I think they, whatever they did this go around, they figured out how to showcase all these like superpowers
1: and stuff like that. I think it was just John Cena. (laughs) John
2: John Cena's great in this.
0: Everybody's great in this, I think.
2: And then some James Gunn, like Guardians of the Galaxy humor mixed in there too. It's like, look guys, DC doesn't just have to be like gritty and grimy and
1: kind of boring. They kept what they needed to keep, which is Margot Robbie. Yeah, Exactly.
0: (laughs) And she nailed it. She's great in this. Everybody, James Gunn has proved time and time again, he's great at ensemble characters and casts. He knows how to give everybody their little moments. And sometimes in a movie like this, their big moment is just dying. This movie moves at a clip. It's like two hours and 15 minutes, but it feels so breezy. And it's just because he focused on making it fun. And I think you could see that in the characters he chose to put in this movie. You have like Yeah,
2: they're not like they're not big names by any means like besides Harley Quinn. I don't know that I knew any like the main guys. Maybe the Shark. I think I might have seen the Shark before. King Shark,
0: yeah. And I will say that like James Gunn style, you see kind of samey stuff in this that you had with Guardians. Oh yeah. King Shark's basically just Groot. Yeah, the That's guy that can't like shark form. They can't like talk
2: that good. Yeah, But like you feel emotions for him.
0: Yeah, he's good at getting you to care about these misfits because that's really what all of these guys are. They're just...
1: Don't uh, talk about Rat Girl like
0: that. She is a misfit, but <laughs> she's great. I, like I said, I think that the thing that makes this... Uh, it sucks it's not making any money, but what makes this movie work so much better than the first one is it has heart, and that first one just didn't have anything at all in it. It was just... Dark and gloomy and kind of boring, and this one has Starro in it, and that's amazing, <laughs> Patrick. I love Starro yeah. in this movie. So yeah, it, it was a good movie. I'm glad you watched it. It was a good
2: time. Yeah, it was a good time. Awesome. I'm glad I watched it too. I didn't give up. Never give up. Never surrender. Nice. But yeah, I think we can wrap it up. Cool. Let's. Uh. We'll we'll clean up shop, I guess. Um. Yeah. We'll tell them what we want to read next. I think we that's said yet. we're gonna do a spoopy book. Yeah. And we we basically said we want to do Uzumaki, right? Well, yeah, it's the only one we talked about. So. See so I don't I don't know how long it is. We might not want to do the whole thing. We reserve the right to not do the whole thing, but just read as much of it
0: as you want to. Well let me ask you this. I've read
2: it already. We'll do about half,
0: maybe a third. Well that's what I was saying. Let me ask you this. How do you feel about making this for until we finish it, our annual Halloween episode? Yeah read.
2: That's fine. I mean we can just finish it as like each each uh, October.
0: Yeah. Okay. So how many we usually read about like anywhere between one fifty to two hundred pages in I think a book. We can
2: do like a third. Wherever it po- wherever it poops us out at like two hundred, I think we could call that. Let's look up how many chapters it has. There's six hundred and forty eight pages and I think it's like nineteen or twenty chapters. So it, about I'm seven we-
0: chapters in that episode. Yeah. Okay. You're the guess. That you, you say what goes. I'm just doing math. That's good maths. We'll do like the first seven, guys. Excellent. So the first seven chapters of Uzumaki is what we'll talk about uh, next month. We get a little bit of a break in between recordings with this one. That's nice. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do That is nice. Yeah.
2: You can find me at uh, the Twitters, at Mike Higgins 93 and Instagram is JSTERM 93 That's absolutely right. You can find Snoop at, I guess both of those things. He won't be there, though, at Snoop underscore Lynch. And you can find them really at the email, which is your comrades at gmail Check
0: it every second of every day.
2: Yeah, we're gonna get some. We talked about it last time. I feel like I'm just kind of saying the same stuff over again because we recorded a week ago.
0: That one guy emailed about us a again week ago. that I, I had you look into. Oh so yeah, he wanted this guy emailed us. His name was Satish. He wanted us to join his podcast network on Facebook. Nice. Higgins checked it out for me. Didn't seem too legit. So it was only of. a
2: little sketchy. I mean, people were talking on it, but like I. I feel yeah. like they didn't know any more than I did. So, yeah.
0: but I have to respect the effort he went to to following up with a, with another email. But I'm pretty sure it was automated. So I'll send
1: some nudes. <laughs> we yeah. got
0: something to look at. Oh, that'd be something fun to put in the <laughs> Facebook group. Nice. Uh, uh,
1: but yeah, how can they f- find you unless you don't want them to find you? You can find me at JD saw 94 on all platforms. That's pretty nice. Yeah, and maybe one little... day I'll get to the
2: point where <laughs> I can make all my th- names <laughs> names the same thing.
0: I feel like you could do it now. You just haven't looked into it hard enough. My dad
2: told me I might have to change my like email and like because he like dropped the the provider, mm. and man I was not happy about that. And turns out I didn't have to get rid of it, so it was fine. Man, that's just one like, scare you a bit. I just kind of waited it out until like I might not have had one anymore. Uh, is there anything else that we can ask? Oh, like leave us a rating and review on all the, and we'll read it. All the po- yeah, we read it pretty much every single time.
0: Yeah, we'll read it and we'll review it. Your review, we'll we'll rate that on how well we thought. We it might went.
1: even sing it. And Higgins might rate it higher than this book. Yeah.
0: Oh, he might. Yeah, <laughs> might give it five stars, which is the highest you can give on a, on an iTunes or another podcast review app of your choice. Um, but yeah, if you guys don't mind, do that. I know everybody says to do that at the end of a podcast, but apparently we helps. actually mean it. Yeah, do it.
2: And we're, like, so close, guys, you have no idea. Like, there's, like, a certain amount, like, thousands of reviews. And, like, once that happens, people are like, we want to give those guys money. That's right, algorithms. Like, and we're, like, I'm telling you guys, like, three or four more, like, we got it. We're rolling in it. The $3.50 an episode, we'll be making bank. And speaking of that, do you want to tell them the, the, the big news?
0: You mentioned where we could find Josh, and you can find him at JD Sawyer 94 That's right. Okay, but you can also find him somewhere else soon. Because Josh is here recording on a third microphone. It's right. his microphone. I oh, brought wow. it. And he's going to tell you why he has that microphone.
1: I'm going to tell you now. So me and Snoop have decided we're going to try to do maybe a short podcast. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, an hour long or something like yeah. that, but it's going to be Too Weird Didn't Watch. We're going to watch extremely weird movies, shows, animes, and then do a nice review of them so you don't have to watch them, and we'll watch them for you. We'll nice. Talk
0: about how we probably hated it, or thought it was fine, and... As he mentioned, it'll be anything from movies, TV, anime. It probably be a lot of anime because that's the weirdest stuff I watch. Yeah. But no, we're excited about it. So, we're going to be doing it out in his his backyard. It's going to be real classy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And we're also planning at some point after we get that started up to maybe do some like commentaries that we stream. So, we'll watch we'll watch an anime yep. and, or whatever and we'll talk about over the top of it. And, How about that? Yeah, so yeah. Um just want to tease that a little bit, you know. Yeah. So, yep. so thank you um and i think that's it josh thank you for being on the show again thank you yeah. i finally came back i know i was really excited about it i'm glad you're able to it's fit in It's been a while it has been a while we're gonna have you on again for sure the last time i was here we were in your parents basement i was gonna say you want <laughs> I, I forgot to ask how you like the new studio I setup. Love it. it's yeah it's a little nicer they just sold that house too that yeah. basement's gone it's gone um, get out of here that's a big part of my childhood that's all right though yeah i stop on that cat bed every night <laughs> 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 it's so uncomfortable <laughs> Uh, I'll talk about that a different day. For now, I'll say cheers, guys, and see you next time. Higgins will say... Actually, hold on. don't Higgins, you say something in a second. Josh will say something first. Peace out, Girl Scout. like it. Now,
1: Higgins, you can say something. I guess God bless America. It's so utopian of you. I know. <laughs> you dickhead. Smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover, going pop like Trouble breaking into
0: your heart like that. So, the mix-up came in. Higgins and I both bought Jupiter's Circle. Which was titled...
2: (laughs) Which was titled Jupiter's Legacy on Amazon. Which was titled
0: (laughs) Jupiter's Legacy Volume 1 by Netflix, right? Right. Okay, there's four of these. There's four volumes out. They all came out on the same day last year, 2020. Basically, they took every story about this world and rebranded it. So... Jupiter's Legacy Volume 1 is actually Jupiter's Circle Book 1, okay?
1: Look at the background. Yeah, it's just the background's
0: different. That's the original one, yeah. Wow. Okay. And then, after Jupiter's Circle Book 1 came out with Jupiter's Circle Book 2. That's the only cover that's of George. that. That's George, yeah. So, those are Jupiter's Circle. Okay. Then, what happened is, last year, Jupiter's Legacy Volume 1, then they made Jupiter's Circle Book 2... Jupiter's Legacy Volume 2. New cover. It's got the guys on there. I like it. Okay. 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 And then finally we get back to what originally came out. You have Jupiter's Legacy Book 1. It's backwards. Oh, sorry. Jupiter's Legacy <laughs> I book thought one. we were getting a big <laughs> sorry, reveal. I thought we Jupiter's Legacy Book 1. Yep. It's got correct. the kids on it, right? Yep. They yeah, look yeah, like yeah. their parents. It's it's symbolism probably. Mm-hmm. I get like it. Well, now that is Jupiter's Legacy Volume 3. So that's what we read Volume three? Yes. Now it's called volume three, but in reality. It's really volume it, one. It's volume one of Jupiter's so Legacy. So they put it in like chron- oh. chronological in, in, order. In, they call it a Star Wars. In in chronological order. And then finally, you have volume four of Jupiter's Legacy, George. which is actually book two of Jupiter's Legacy. Nice. So what I think happened is the Netflix show is coming out and they were thinking. We could sell a lot of this because it's a Netflix show. We'll get that word out. So let's just call everything Jupiter's Legacy. We'll release it on the same day. We'll sell it. People will buy it. People will buy it. Netflix show comes out on May of 2021. Month later, canceled. I think this was originally the entire plan. They just sold a lot of them. I think they just wanted to sell books because that... After reading this, you saw how expensive this show should have been.
1: Oh, yeah. It was definitely
0: expensive. So, the fact that they just immediately canceled it, but they also said that there's more coming under the Jupiter banner. I think there's something called Super Crooks coming out. Jupiter Circle? Jupiter Circle, maybe. Maybe. I think why they did that is they wanted to get people hooked, and then they wanted to make a cheaper show. So, you have something called Super Crooks. which and they'll is put probably, it on CW. And they'll put it on CW. <laughs> so, that's what happened. Wow, what a detective! It took detective me an, Snoop. It took me an hour to figure all this that's out. That's how you got your name, huh? So that's what happened. Wow, what an adventure! See, I don't know if everyone's going to want to listen to that, so I'll just keep it here at the end. Yeah, but yeah, that's fine. But I'm, I'm good. Everyone caught up? Caught up. I'm here. I'm, I'm
2: here. Yeah, I bought. At least I got the first volume, though. Kind, kind of,
0: sorta. Of, yeah, I, I got the third. You got the right one. <laughs> we would have been idiots just talking about that. Right
1: I would have been so lost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I came over to his house and I'm just like,
1: what are you reading? What are you
0: reading? (laughs) Oh, that was good. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya.